Hey there, I want to take a quick second to thank you for listening to the Focus Point Podcast. I hope that you find a blessing and encouragement through this episode. I hope that you'll share the episode with your family and your friends. If this is one of your first times catching us, or if you want to find out more about us, or if you want to listen to other episodes, please visit thepointoffocus.com, and there you will find our podcast archive as well as more information. Once again, that's thepointoffocus.com, and once again, I thank you for listening to this episode. Well, I am excited to be starting a new series called Look to the Stars. And we're going to be spending some time looking at the life of Abraham. And I'm excited to share with you what God has been sharing with me. And this is a little bit different than normal. Normally, you know, we got some things like planned out and all this kind of stuff. But I've been trying to look at these stories and this this journey through different eyes, through this idea of journeying to the promised land and what God has for us and all of that. So it's been kind of a different way for me to kind of look at these these stories, especially the first handful of stories in the first series that we did in the first 11 chapters of the book of Genesis. And so now we're, we're starting this new um, journey. So where we've been a little bit is... We kicked off the year with this overarching series that we're calling The Journey to the Promised Land. And it's this year-long series that we're going to be in as we journey through the first six books of the Old Testament. So Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and Joshua. And as we spend time looking at that, we're looking at this idea of promised land and journeying there. And we could have picked it up in the book of Exodus, really, and just kind of looked at how the Israelites journeyed to the promised land. But as I said in the first episode of the year, way back, um, the first episode of this year where we introduced this idea, I said that, but this journey really starts back here, back in Genesis. And so we need to, to look there. And here in Genesis 12, where we're going to be, by the way, um, grab your Bibles and turn to Genesis 12. That's where we're going to be, whether it's electronic or paper. Uh, dive into Genesis 12 here in just a little bit. But um, as, as it starts back there, and the, these things that develop back in the early parts of the book of Genesis are key factors in this, in this journey that we're on. But this, this journey to the promised land kind of starts here. Um, at least we see this promise. So as I said, if you're there, Genesis chapter 12, paper or electronic Bible, and we'll be in the New Living Translation as always as we um, continue on our journey here. And so here we see in verse 1, and then I'm kind of going to share with you what we see, kind of like what we've been doing. But so... This is going to be the first nine verses, and we're going to um, just see what the, see what the Bible says here. So, verse one, Genesis twelve, verse one, it says, "The Lord said to Abram, or Abraham, um, God changes his name a little bit later." So, um, Abraham and Sa- Abram and Sarai, and I'm starting here for just a second because God changes their names to Abraham and Sarah later. But I want to say this out loud because sometimes. As I'm reading, or I get kind of in the in the flow of things, I'll reference them as Abraham and Sarah. 
I just wanted to kind of put it out there that they're the the same person. It's just God changes their names uh, in a few in a little bit later chapters of the book of Genesis here, and sometimes I kind of use them interchangeably. So just so you kind of know that. So the Lord said to Abram, leave your native country, your relatives, your father's family, and go to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. So Abraham departed as the Lord instructed, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he left Haran. He took his wife Sarai, nephew Lot, all his wealth, his livestock, and all the people he had taken into his household at Haran. And they headed for Canaan. When they arrived in Canaan, Abram traveled through the land as far as Shechem. There he set up camp beside the Oak of Morah. At that time, the area was at, at that time this er, the area was inhabited by Canaanites. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, "I will give this land to your descendants." And Abraham built an altar there and dedicated it to the Lord, who had appeared to him. After that, Abram traveled south and set up camp in the hill country with Bethel with Bethel to the west and Ai to the east. Then there he built an altar and dedicated it to the Lord, and he worshiped the Lord. Then Abram continued traveling south by stages through, I mean, sorry, toward the Negev. Okay, sorry, I kind of got a little trippy there toward the end of the, started tripling over my words. So here's here's what we see. Here's what's going on. And I forgot to mention, the big, the big overarching idea for this Look to the Stars series is that God's promises, okay? It's about God's promises, and it's basically God keeps his promises, but we must remain obedient to him even when the future isn't clear. So that's that's kind of a new thing kind of doing here. We're trying it for this series, but it's this idea that God keeps his promises, but we got to remain faithful to him even when we don't understand, even when things aren't clear. And when we're talking about journeying to the promised land, there's a lot of... A lot of that that takes place in the future. As I said when I introduced this this idea of this series that we're doing, it's we all have promised lands. I'm look, using the term promised land as goals, right? Goals or dreams or, or stages of life that you want to get to, right? And throughout those stages and throughout those times, you make choices and decisions and we either go toward them or go away from them and all of that. And we... But a lot of that takes place in the future, right? If you're setting a five-year goal, well, you don't know exactly what's going to happen, right? So, like, it takes place, but it's trusting God, trusting that he's keeping his promises, and just um, remaining faithful and obedient to him. So, we see this happen here in this first little bit of this story, okay? So, first things is sometimes when... We want to get to our promised land. Sometimes we might have to move a little bit. We might have to maybe get out of a comfort zone or just change up the way we're doing things. And we see that in this first little bit. We see God say, leave your native country. Now, when 
we look at this, like that's that doesn't mean pack up and move away and all of that. I don't I don't believe that's what God is saying here. And so with that is kind of difficult. I mean, that could mean that in some way, but in just general reading, like you're kind of like, oh, I'm supposed to pack up and run to some other town that I don't know, leaving my family and everything behind. I don't think that's the case. I think that it's God telling us in a way that sometimes we've got to make changes. Because what God was doing is God was taking Abraham and he was moving him away. He was kind of changing up some things in his life so that way he could fulfill the promise to him. So he would put Abraham in the right place to fulfill his promise. And sometimes in order to reach our promised lands or reach our goals, we have to do the same thing. We have to make changes in our life. We have to be willing to adjust some things, maybe some habits, move some things around and see what God has for us with these changes. Because sometimes we may not meet our goal because we're caught in a rut or we're kind of doing the same thing, expecting different results. And maybe that's why God was kind of like, you know what, you need to go over here and you need to go from here and move over here. So that way you can be ready for what I have for you. And then the next part of this though, is not just change your habits. Like maybe you're single living like, and you just gotta, I can't ever get anywhere. I can't, I can't just seem to ever hit my goals. Maybe that's why God's saying, make some changes. And maybe that's what he's talking about here with Abraham is Abraham wasn't going to be able to meet that staying where he was. He had to shake it up. He had to change it up a little bit. But then we notice the rest of verse one, it says, leave your relatives and your father's family and go to the land I will show you. So that says to me, like, not only do we may have to change some habits and change some things, maybe the way we conduct our life, the way we do life, the way we, the, the processes and the different things, maybe it's not just that, maybe it's also the people in our life. Maybe we need to make some changes there and adjust the people that are in our lives that, that help us with our goals, that, that, that want us to meet our goals, that want us to succeed. So one thing, though, that I mentioned that I see here that I want to mention is this did not include Sarah. God didn't say, leave your wife and all of that, because under relatives, you could see a wife being a relative. But I think a wife is is more than just a relative. Right. So 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 Sarah, he's not God is not saying leave everything. So God is saying adjust your your friends, maybe or some other parts of the family and all of that. I don't know. Like, that's just what the text says. Maybe it's just more your friends and the people that we have in our lives that may be causing more of a, a hindrance to what God has for us. And so we see this, and that's the two things that I see in this first verse. The two leaves. Leave this way and leave these people. And as we talked about with Noah, is the same kind of thing. Like, do this, and this will happen. So this kind of choice and consequence thing. But we see here that Abraham gets it partially right. He does leave his country, as we see. So so Abram, in verse 4, we see, So Abram departed as the Lord instructed. But then it says, And Lot went with him. 
And then verse 5, he took his wife Sarai, he took his nephew Lot, he took his wealth, he took a livestock, he took all the people he had taken into his household at Haran. So God was saying, leave these people and go do this. So pretty much you and Sarah go. And Abraham takes his wealth, he takes his livestock, he takes his family, he takes his friends, he takes all these people with him, which is not what God had instructed. But God here, this is where we're going to see this now, God still holds his promise. As we mentioned, the big idea of this whole series, Look to the Stars, is how God fulfills his promises. God keeps his promises, but we must be obedient to him. Okay? We must follow him. We must keep him close. Like I've said, this whole idea of this series this whole idea of this journey to the promised land series is we can take steps to or away from God to and away from his promised land for us to and away from our goals, from the blessings that God has for us to or away from, right? This is what Abraham did. Abraham took a, a step, but by bringing his family and his friends and all this stuff along, he took two steps back. So God still, as we're going to see through this series, we're going to see that God still blesses him, but it takes a little bit longer. And that's what I believe God has for us as well. That when we obey him, when we follow his instructions and we follow what he has for us, we get to where we're going faster. And in the meantime, though, when we aren't exactly doing it, so as we're going to see as the series goes on, Abraham gets frustrated. Abraham tries to help God. Abraham, like, it, it just takes longer to get to where God has him going. And I think that's God telling us that sometimes we do, we do the same thing. We want to, we want to get to a certain place, but we make choices that don't help us. For example, I keep using Noah because this is kind of building on this idea that Noah did everything that God commanded him to do. Everything as God told him. Everything as God instructed him. However you want to phrase that. And Noah could have done what Abraham did. Kind of like, well, you know what? I think I think I'm going to just take my time and just build the boat when it, when, you know. And then instead of finishing it before it started raining, finishing it after the boat is already partially under partially covered in water you know and getting ready to take float instead noah just did everything like god commanded him and we're going to see here that abraham runs into a little bit of trouble he takes lot with him and in 13 and 4 in genesis 13 and 14 we see that they have a little bit of a falling out they they separate and they get into a fight and all of this stuff. And it's this idea that this is distracting from what God had for Abraham. He's having this squabble with, with Lot. And then he subsequently rescues Lot. But the point is, is that God said, leave the people behind. Take yourself and go, your wife and you go. Because like I said, it doesn't explicitly say, but I don't think Sarah was in excluded because Sarah is an important part of God's blessing. You can't have descendants. Like it says in verse 7, I will give this land to your descendants. You can't have that if you don't have 
kids, right? So you kind of need your wife, okay? So um, that's why I believe that she wasn't excluded from the from the travel. Like, take your wife and go. God just didn't explicitly state it. So this is what I believe God has for us out of this. Is God wants what's best for us. God wants to keep his promises to us. God wants to help us. God wants to to see our, our dreams and our goals and everything fulfilled for us. But sometimes we can get in our own way. And I believe that's... God keeps his promises, but we must remain faithful. We must be obedient. We must follow God's instructions. I believe that's why this is a kind of a big idea for this series. Because as we're going to see in this series, it takes a little bit for Abraham to get a hold of that. And so as we journey through this, um, I'm excited for next week as we're going to look at um, something very special as Abraham grows frustrated and, and God reminds him and the reminder that God gave me many years ago. And I can't wait to share that with you. Uh, and then we're going to see how Abraham tries to help God and it doesn't work out. And then we're going to see one final thing that um, how by the end of by the end of our journey with Abraham, we're going to see how Abraham has changed. We're going to see how he how he starts to see what God has for him and how God is going to bless him. And he starts to kind of lean into that. And so that's kind of the roadmap of where we're going with this. But just to, to just to recap, just to kind of nutshell this whole idea is, is that God keeps his promises to us. But sometimes we have to be willing to make changes. I mean, maybe you've been a part of something that, you know, you said, I hope to be here in a year, but it took you three years. Or... I, I want to be able to to buy buy a house in three years. So I'm going to save up money and it wound up taking you five, six years, ten years because the habits of, you know, you get what I'm saying. And none of that's wrong. Like, it's it's not wrong. But when we have goals and when we have promised lands that we're trying to reach, because like I've said, this, I believe that every, it's a promised land. It's something that God has for us. And the the journey to the promised land series is this idea that we're all journeying to the promised land that's heaven. We're all trying to journey there and we're all taking steps either to God or away from God. And it goes with our individual little other promised lands that we want to reach, that we want to, to get to. And we either take steps toward those or we take steps away from those. And that's what I believe God is saying just in verse 1. He, he puts it in verse 1 because then 2 and 3 can't happen, right? You got to do 1 so 2 and 3 can happen. God has sandwiched this in here for a reason. And then verse 4, we see what Abraham does. And we're going to see how long it takes to get to where he's going. Because it's important to note in verse 4, it also says that Abraham was 75 years old. It's important to, it's important to note that. And then we see um, how this is pieced together. We say, it says, leave, leave, leave some habits, leave some things that are going on, change up some things. Then it says, maybe leave some people, change up the people in your life. Then it says, I will make you a great nation. So it's kind of like, do these things, steps one, two, and three. Like step one is to do the leave, the leave portion, and then the blessing will happen. And then we see what Abraham did. So it's just kind of pieced together there. 
on purpose, I believe. And I believe that God, God wants the, God wants the best for us. It says so in the Bible that he never wants like disaster to happen. He wants nothing but good for us. And he's got good plans for us. But sometimes to get into those plans, we have to, to just, like I said last week, do what he says. When we, when we reach out to him and we wonder why we're not getting any response back, it's maybe because we've turned off the switch and we're not listening to the our end of the walkie-talkie. We're, we're yelling at God that life isn't going the way we plan. I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself with this because we're going to talk about this a little bit next week too. We're, we, and we just like, because we've switched off the walkie-talkie and we're not listening for God's response. We're not, we're not following the instructions that he lays out for us. And we can interpret this passage many different ways, and I'm sure it has been and will be. But the thing is, is that God's word is alive and active. And it's, it's God-breathed, which means the Bible breathes. The Bible is alive, and it's useful for help. It's useful for teaching and correcting and training and all of that. And it's sharper than any two-edged sword, which means it, 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 it pierces our hearts and it steps on our toes but that's the instructions that God has for us. So if God's word is alive and active, then this is what God has for us. The Bible is going to mean different things. We did a series on just Bible basics called Nuts and Bolts. We did it, um, and it's in the archives. And so when, when, I, when I think about that, I just think about this, this, this journey that we all are on. And how the Bible is meant for us to read. And is meant for us to see what God has for us. His instructions are there. And if we just lean into them a little bit, we might find our, our, our we might find what God has for us. We might find that we get to where we're going a little bit faster. Because God's willing to help, but God doesn't move. God's not running out ahead of us, playing hide and seek, or all of that. He's just, he's waiting for us. We talked about it in our known series over the summer, how God goes before us and behind us. Like he's, he's behind us, but yet he's before us as well. So he knows where he, like he wants us to go. He, he sees our life and he saw Abraham's life, but because he gives us free will. And we learn about that in the, in the garden of Eden, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The main question I get asked that with my fourth and fifth graders is, well, why was there two trees? Because God wants to give us a choice and we can choose like Abraham. He chose to take people with him and it chose to delay what God has for him. And then he tries something else and it delays it even more. So I'm excited as you can tell the journey on this, but that, that, that's God's encouragement for us. I think is, Look at look at some things. Maybe change some things up. If we're not meeting, not meeting goals. If we're not meeting what what we what we what we're trying to do, maybe it's time to change up some stuff. Maybe it's time to change up some people, and then we'll receive like God's blessing, and we'll we'll see us start to make steps toward those things. So that's my encouragement for you. I hope you'll come back next week as we continue on in this series. And like I said, I'm really excited about next week as we're going to kind of dive into Genesis 15 a little bit. And we're going to see some things. I've got a story to share. And um, I'm just I'm just excited for it. Um, and so uh, I'll see you next week as we continue our series, Look to the Stars. <laughs>